up. Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Tour Caster Dragon Rider. And I. There's that cadence I have for doing it, but Smarms, I don't. I don't, I don't know, like, I'm so This idiot do- that we just tagged along. <laughs> it's, Hi. I've been doing, I've been doing the, like, low voice major death for so long. It's like, I don't know. We'll, we'll develop something. We'll develop something new and special for you. But oh, I don't yeah. have it we'll, right we'll this second. It. But. <laughs> yeah. Cards. Cards is oh, what we gosh. have. And. We A have, lot of them. Yeah. Well, we have another class so oh so do you want to go through as we look at the march of the lich king set review do you want to go through our rating system dragon rider yes yes so uh for everyone who might be unfamiliar and also you know just uh, to give a little bit more reference here for smarms as well she can see the thing but you know this is our first time doing a card review with, with smarms so Yes, we have a one through six that we use. We use this uh, coin concede rating sheet. One being like the worst. It's bad. It's wisp. You like never play this card. (laughs) And of course, as always, this is just standard focused. So Uh, two being kind of fringe, maybe maybe a support that you might use every now and then. Uh, Examples here are like abusive sergeant or Nerubian unraveler. Three for a strong or key support in a few decks. Something like Bone Wraith or True Silver. Fours are very strong, probably pretty good in several decks. Uh, Fungal Mancers and Evil Miscreants. I feel like some of these are are old. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, And then five is like format defining. I would say like some of these show like Zephyrus, Kelseth. I think Prince Renathal is a fantastic example of something that's very format defining. And then number six, the rare rating, but it is the OPAF. Gotta nerf it. It's super powerful. Interested to see how many sixes we have in this set, as always. But that's the scale that you're talking about. Sorry. Sorry. I have a bit of cough. So I'll get the podcast. Yeah, that's what happened there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, so we have a rating system. We've got our card, so let's we're just gonna roll into it and start out with Death Knight um, with Alexandros Morgane. Morgane? Mograine? Okay, I some of these names I'm gonna murder. Seven mana, seven seven undead requires all three blood runes um, for the rest of the game. Deal three damage to your opponent at the end of your turns. Um, I honestly don't know, but it's a reoccurring three damage that requires zero input for you once you play this card. So I think it's a four. It seems pretty powerful, and I'm going to err on the side of caution when it comes to these Death Knight cards and rate them higher because I remember Demon Hunter, so I rated it a four. Um, I also, like, I tend to think that whatever new stuff comes out is going to be stronger, but I also will have to say that my ratings are purely based on, like, 
good vibes alone. And so I have these, these are probably like way uh, over highly rated, but I said a five for that just because can you imagine like getting that out with a brand out and like, so I guess like mine is more of a fringe case, but three damage, if a Blood Knight deck is like able to last a really long time, then you just auto kill. And I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. I, I'm only giving this a three. I think it is a very powerful effect. Um, the reason I'm giving it a three and not a four is because it does require that triple Blood Rune. So I don't think it fits into like as many different decks uh, as what we've seen before because of that extra like deck restriction requirement. Um, so I think it will be a key support in like a triple blood. And I, I still think even the three damage alone, I don't think will be enough to close out games. So like it's a powerful effect and it's something your opponent can't play around. Cause like once that effect happens, you know, they're going to take three damage at the end of every turn. Like <laughs> there's no way around it. Um, so it definitely is powerful, but I don't know if it's going to be like strong enough on its own to actually be a win condition or, or anything like that. So I don't know. It's, it's good, but I don't think it's super good. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I think if it would have been another class, I would have rated it a three, but it's death Knight, So I don't know. So I went with a four. Um, speaking of fours, <laughs> Uh, uh, next up, we have Blightfang, a three mana, three, three beast battle cry. Infect all enemy minions. When they die, you summon a two, two zombie with taunt. I also gave this a four. Um, it gives you taunt minions when you kill their minions. It's cheap. It's a three mana, three, three. It's, uh, it's one play Grune too. So it seems flexible. Um, and yeah, it just the fact that you, when you kill minions, you get corpses back. Essentially, it gives you corpses in the form of zombies, which are undead. So, it seems like a very solid card for Death Knight. I am excited that I didn't overrank this one because I also gave it a four. Um, it does seem just like super nice, particularly like if you have one of those like swarmy uh, decks that you're playing against, where there's like a billion little things. This is a huge game changer in that regard. I also gave it a four. I think this card is is pretty neat. Yeah, four is all around for Blightfang. Uh, it's yeah, it's only one unholy rune requirement, so you can fit it into like several different decks. It can go in a triple unholy, or if you do like a double blood rune, you can put this in with that, or double frost. Like it, it's it seems pretty flexible in that way. Plus, I mean inflicting all or infecting all of the enemies yeah when they die then you summon a taunt so yeah if they're trying to like you know trade stuff in then they try to trade something in then it dies and then you get a taunt so now their next thing can't trade into a different minion it has to go to the taunt first and that's just going to be a kind of neat way to um actually uh, be able to you know help clear up their board or create just really awkward scenarios uh I do think the kind of downside to this card and maybe why I would give it a three instead of a four is it kind of requires your opponent to actually have a bit of a bigger board. Like, I don't know if you want to play this when your opponent only has like two minions on board. Maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. It does require your opponent to actually have stuff yeah. if you want the effect. So, but, but it feels like you can play that at any time and still like 
squeeze it in so it doesn't have to be played on three. So it's like, yeah, if, yeah, for sure. if your opponent doesn't have a big board, you might not need to play this at all. So like, yeah. But I also feel like three is cheap enough to where mm-hmm. even if they only did have like one or two things out on board, getting that out on turn three and then having those taunt minions go into like the rest of your game seems like a pretty good turn three. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, next up we have, uh, we move to Epic, and we have Meat Grinder, a one unholy rune, uh, 3-4 mech, Battlecry, shred a random minion in your deck, gain three corpses. Um, I give this a three. It it generates corpses, which is a resource that you, a lot of your cards are going to use. It's got one, it's one unholy rune, so it's kind of flexible, but it potentially can generate a lot of resource for you. Uh, you could shred something you really want, but I mean, it feels, it feels like it's a solid card with the spider tank stats. So yeah, I gave it a three. I also gave it a three. I kind of felt the same way on yes. Corpses are great and are going to be so influential. However, I don't know, like my my fear is once again, the shredding something important. Um, and like, if you have like a linchpin card and you just also have this one in it, you're like shooting yourself in the foot part of the time. That's exactly my thinking and why I gave it a two. Now, my, my initial thinking on this is like, either this card is going to be incredibly powerful for getting those corpses and like this card is just gonna be thrown into a bunch of decks or it's, kind of garbage and no one wants to play it like it's it's one of the two i don't know so like i just went with two um because i yeah i i think if you're building a deck that kind of only has a handful of minions or really impactful minions like that that you just really can't afford to you know to grind up and and you don't want those gone you're probably not putting this in the deck so i leaned on just two that is probably going to be fringe and only go into decks where you really lean super heavily into the corpses Okay. okay, and then next we have Soul Stealer. This is three blood runes. It is an eight mana five five battle cry. Destroy all other minions. Gain one corpse for each min- enemy minion dest- or enemy destroyed. I give this a four. This is a twisting nether that comes with a five five body and gains you corpse tokens like. I know it's only in a blood, a pure blood deck, but it seems really powerful. It's a great board clear effect, and you get resources out of it. Uh, seems like a win-win to me. Um, I also gave this a four, just because, like, heck, even for the destroy all other minions, that's such a good effect, you know, sometimes when you need it. Um comboed with like you're gaining yeah gaining those gotta get those bodies those rotten decayed corpses <laughs> so you can use it for later sorry i'm upsetting my co-host here with my my visual language about the resources you need it's what they are it's what they are <laughs> i completely agree with you both i also gave it a four like this card this card is the payoff for running a triple blood deck, right? Like this one seems like, and you can run two of them, 
because it's an epic, not a legendary. So you can run two copies of this, but being able to have a full board clear and leave a body behind and you get the benefit of the corpses, like, yep, please sign me up. Let's go. Okay. Then we have Bone, or as we move to Rare, we have Bone Guard Commander, an 8-mana, eight 8-8 eight, eight undead, 1 blood rune, uh, Taunt. Uh, Battlecry, raise up to 6 corpses as 1-2 Risen Footman with Taunt. Um, and the Risen 1-2 Footman with Taunt does not leave a corpse behind. So you cannot generate more corpses. These don't recycle your resources. I give this a 3. Um, I, I was teetering on three, between three and two, but it's a stall tactic. It summons a bunch of small taunts to get in your opponent's or to get in your opponent's way to kind of stall things out, but it's an eight mana card. So it's going to come much later in the game and it's going to use a pile of corpses along the way too. So I think this is a three. I went a little higher on it. I also gave it a three just because it like the the risen footman like the the one two taunts it just doesn't seem like enough for that late in the game but remains to be seen all right you know what I changed my rating mine was a two and I'm going down to a one <laughs> this card is terrible <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. The, the Being way ruthless that I, with these cards. I, I know. You gotta be. You gotta be sometimes. It's, it's cutthroat. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, I think that this feels like comparable to Azimuth, which has not seen play. And, like, I don't know. Like, there's a couple comparisons. Like, Azimuth is one. Uh, and then we've had some dragons that seem similar, right? They come out as an 8A body. They summon like whelps or little 1-1 whelps. And I don't, I don't think this is even as good as the, the dragons that do something very similar. Um, and the fact that the footmen that you bring out don't leave a corpse. Like, it feels like that's why you want more bodies on the board. I guess it's still some damage for your opponent to have to like work through and that if they don't answer the board, then you can attack for some stuff, but it just doesn't feel great. Okay. Then we have corpse explosion, five mana shadow spell, uh, requires two blood runes and it is, uh, detonate a corpse to deal one damage to all minions. If they are still alive or, or if any are still alive, Repeat this. So basically, it keeps detonating until you run out of mi alive minions or out of corpses. Uh, so it's just like a uh, defile that is linked to how many corpses you have and or minions on the board. So I gave this a three. This seems like a powerful uh, board control tool for blood. Uh, you're going to generate a bunch of corpses, and this is going to be one of the, the payoffs, I feel like, if you're running a blood deck. So, yeah, I give it a three. I think this is where my wildly overrating cards is going to come to show. I give it a five, but I also like the like corpse explosion. I think that's funny. I think the concept is funny. And you know what? It deserves extra extra love because of that. Um, but also, like whenever I was like, running different like Frozen decks or... Um, the spammy arcanist, I think, is one of those things. And getting to, like, clear a lot, even though it's just one damage, it can make such a huge difference, I feel like. So, 
I've seen this type of effect work really well for me, but you know, who knows if it'll play that well in with Death Knights as total. But yeah, because it's literally a corpse explosion, it gets a five in my book. <laughs> I knew, I knew that like a couple of weeks ago, you said how much you love this card. I knew you were going to rate it higher. Uh, I just went with the three. Like it, it seems pretty solid of a card. I think it'll definitely see some play, but it does feel like it has a few requirements for it. So that's kind of where we're at. Okay, then we move on to Vampiric Blood. It is a two-mana, three-blood rune spell. Uh, give your hero plus five health. Spend three corpses to gain five more and draw a card. So this permanently increases to your max health total. Um, I give this a four. Like, if you're playing a blood deck, you're playing this card. Um, potentially gaining ten life... It, this is to your permanent total, so at very least, you spend two mana to gain five life permanently, and then you, if you have the corpses, which you probably will, you're drawing a card and gaining another five life. So heal for ten, draw a card for two. That seems pretty good, so yeah. So let me ask a question here really quick to make sure mm-hmm. that I understand it. It is like on top of your yes. 30 health, so if you play... Okay, in that mind mind like it's also for because it's what prince renathal wishes uh he was like this is the much better version of that this stacks on top of prince renathal oh yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) so like it could be either so you could get up to 50 health which is a ridiculous but 60 like if 60 there's this is a this is a rare card you can play it twice you oh can just keep going. God, <laughs> yep. this is acid. Okay, and you can discover I it. Like, yep. Yeah, way higher. Um, see, in my mind, it's already better. Even if you could have only played one, because you get the smaller deck that you want, so you're more likely to draw your own cards than with Prince Renathal. Yeah, this is this is leaves and bounds. Like amazing. Yeah, this is a six. This needs nerfed. like this is this is one i have a few sixes this expansion this is one of them like yeah this is incredibly powerful and i think also the even bigger upside to running the triple blood deck this is the huge payoff Mm -hmm. for triple blood i agree all right never thought about two being in there and then yeah i'm gonna upgrade my rating because you can have two of them yeah, we saw, if you go back and watch the show matches, you can see what that does. <laughs> okay, so then we move on to Acolyte of Death, and this is common. Uh, it's a three mana, three, four, one Frost Rune. After a friendly undead dies, draw a card. Um, considering that most of your minions as Death Knight are going to be undead, it's got a nice sized body. Uh, I give this a four. It draws cards. Your hero power draws a, you know, summons a minion that dies <laughs> at the end of the turn. Like, it seems good. So, it seems like a solid draw engine. So, I gave it a four. So, I only gave it a three because my thinking is that you would want to wait until you have, um, you know, lots of little itty bitty pieces out. And, you know, you know, you can control the scenario. And so it like seems good in certain circumstances, but I don't necessarily know if those are going to be all the time 
or at least with how I play. That's that's totally fair. I gave it a four as well, but I think if it were more than one rune requirement, I would have given it a three. Mm-hmm. That's why um, I gave it a four because it's one. Yeah, because so it's a little more flexible and can fit in more decks. But yeah, like it it might even just be a three. I think right now because I haven't really feel like like I feel like I haven't seen a lot. I think I'm overvaluing card draw for Death Knights as well. So that was another reason why I decided to give it four. Okay. All right. So then we move on to Necrotic Mortician. And this is a double unholy rune. Um, it's a two mana, two, three. Battle cry. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, discover an unholy rune card. Um, so, and it says discovers are not bound by your deck building runes, can get triple rune cards even if you're not triple unholy. Um, I give this a three. It's potentially drawing something very, or discovering something powerful, so that your deck might not have been able to do. It's a very easily requirement to hit. I think I might be overvaluing the discover here, but I, I said it is a three, because it's a Death Knight card. <laughs> so I, on that note, I wanted to give it a 2.5, but apparently like we're doing whole numbers here. So I did end up uh, giving it a two. Um, it seems like a basic card that you would want to have if you were, um, you know, running those runes, but I guess like, and the discovering like a different rune sounds exciting, but I also don't think it's exciting enough to like be really the pinnacle piece of a, any given deck. Yeah, I, I didn't know which way to evaluate this card. I kind of bounced between two and three myself. I, I landed on the three just because I do really like Discover in general. And if you're already running Unholy stuff, the fact that you are discovering specifically a Holy Rune card, and especially right now, there's not as many Holy Rune specific cards since some of them are the other runes or you know don't have a rune at all. So I feel like the card pool is pretty small. So you're more likely to get what you want with that. So I, I went with three. Okay. And our final Death Knight car, Soulbreaker. It is a three mana, three, two weapon uh, with one blood room requirement. After your hero attacks and kills a minion, gain two corpses. Um, I gave it a three. It's can swing face. It's six damage face. If you trade with it, and kill something you get two corpses out of it um it's flexible with one blood rune so yeah i think it's a solid not very exciting it's just a okay card i also gave it a three um i could see it becoming like way more powerful with that depending on like if you stack other things on in your deck to like that give your weapon extra hits because that amount of like you could churn a lot of corpses by killing like tiny little minions. So, um, but yeah, I gave it a three. It does seem like it'll be in decks and good enough. I only went with a two for this one. I, I think it still needs a little bit more to really uh, be more valuable to me, I guess. <laughs> I'm just looking at this and I'm like, well, it's a fiery orax with like maybe a potential upside, but. I think often that we've seen even in other classes where weapons will have this attack and it's it's kind of difficult to actually 
do and get that effect all the time, maybe it's good because it's a weapon that maybe Death Knights actually want. But I think this really depends on how good uh, corpses are and how much you actually need the corpses. Okay, so that's it for De uh, Death Knight. Smarms, you going to take us through Demon Hunter? Yep, let's start with uh, the first one here is uh, Felerin the Forgotten, and it is a legendary 4-mana 3-3 three, three. battle cry. Add a random outcast card to left and right sides of your hand. They cost 2 less. Um, I gave this one a 4. I guess it like so obviously with it being legendary it should be good um and you know obviously outcast cards are good but since it's random and there are so many outcast cards you're really up to the luck of the draw was my thinking yeah i gave it a three i i don't know the 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 randomness on outcast cards are not enough to make me want to like think this is like super great so yep three for me our first fight okay this card's terrible <laughs> it's a yeah. one no. <laughs> i don't i don't i'm not don't, impressed with outcast i'm stuff. not i'm not i'm not secret. arguing with you it just no i know it just, this, i think this is the first one where it's been like a severe like disagreement we've kind of been close yeah. or the same on all of them till yeah. now i upped my rating because you guys were talking about how like good and much better legendary should be and it's like clearly i have made the wrong <laughs> assessment so this one from a no. two to a four, guys. So like one. maybe <laughs> one. This one's terrible. <laughs> no, it's so it generates two cards and puts them in the outcast position. <gasps> it, it does. I know. That's the it only does. reason I gave it a three. It, it yeah. could have been a two. I don't think it's a one. I think it's a two. Maybe, maybe it will be. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really not impressed with yeah. these outcast cards. Like all of the outcast cards, I rated really lowly. I'm just, I'm not impressed with the outcast Me stuff. Neither. And I feel like just the outcast cards in general, since Demon Hunter has come out, like they haven't really been all that strong. The it only ones like that I feel been... like were really good were like damage ones during like OTK Demon Hunter times. I always feel like that this the the outcast feels like more of it should have been like a rogue thing. This feels like the rogue trickery, you know, bullshit they try to pull. So, um, all right. So next one, Soul Eater's Scythe. Uh, it's a four mana weapon, um, four two. Start of game, consume three different minions in your deck. Leave behind souls that discover them. Um. So I rated this a five just because there are some huge benefits to not having minions in your deck um, for Demon Hunter this time. And, you know, you get like, it's a start of game. It's not as soon as you play it. So you get the benefits like right away. And then you get to control which minion like you find. And so I think it's kind of great. Uh, I gave this a two. I, I think... <laughs> The effect's cool. <laughs> I, tell me tell me which one of these car payoff cards for having no minions in the deck does anything worth a damn. Like, I, <sighs> I don't... I'm not impressed with the package, and this is just a 4-2 weapon. So it's like, okay, this is fine. It's okay. Like, uh, what other... It's not like it's going to be slotted into all Demon Hunter decks. I don't think I just I just I think it's fringy so I gave it a two. Oh, I love this I love the like 
the package too, how they like revealed these and they kind of really have synergies. So like we're looking at it as a whole. I love that. Cause I, I said the opposite or like the same thing you said, but <laughs> the opposite package for Demon Hunter. <laughs> this scythe is my absolute favorite card in this entire expansion. This card feels so amazing. And I'm, I am giving it a five. I think if I could give it like an eight, I think I would, but um, no, the, like Smarm said, I mean, it's a start of game effect. So you're getting it immediately. I think even if you're not, you know, going in on, like, I don't even think you have to go in on the no minion deck, like cards. I think you can use this in something like the Fell Relic Demon Hunter that's already a thing because there's already not a lot of minions in that relatively anyways. Like, you're generating minions with some of your, your spells and Cou stuff like that. So Counterpoint, counterpoint real quick. Yes. The Relic of Dimensions would discount the Discover card. You would get that minion at full cost. That is true. So that is true. You would get that. That's um, just a counterpoint. That's not. I'm that, not trying yes. To, yeah. It is. It is true. It is true. I don't know. I just. I, I. I. think the start of game effects in general that we've seen have all been pretty powerful. I'm thinking like Prince Renathal, Prince Kaliseth, Genembaku that ended up rotating out a year early because of the. You know. Like you can't really. This is the second nerfing. time you said that, and yet you have not mentioned Benedictus either one of those times, and that is also <laughs> a start of game effect. I call. I'm calling. That's, I'm that's calling right. This that's out. right. I, I well, I keep forgetting about that card. There was a short time where exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's oh, the point. Gosh. Okay, but this is start of game cards that are powerful like you can't nerf them like you can't really like this weapon i mean you pointed out okay like it's a 4-2 weapon like there's nothing flashy about the card itself but you're playing it for the effect same thing with like renathal right like you're playing it for the effect you're not playing it for the body itself and i think that's going to be the same case here I, I am giving it that five because i think this will create different ways that people will build and play demon hunter which i think is is you know, format defining. So I, I am giving it a five. Okay. All right. We good. We need any more arguments? No, I'm just kidding. I'm glad to hear like the first big <laughs> disagreement. Um, so this next one, I'm not going to be able to pronounce because it's, it's so clearly supposed to be like brutal annihilation, but it's brutal annihilation. Uh, Anna, Anna, it's got H's in there. I'm saying Annihilon. I don't know how. Annihilon. <laughs> sure, I I love it. Um, it is a, oh god, it's a purple boy, which definitely has epic. epic. There we go. Yep. <laughs> um, it is a nine mana nine nine taunt rush. After this minion survives, um, damage. Uh, after this minion survives damage, deal that amount to the enemy hero. I put this as a four because honestly, that seems like such a fun effect. I always love the ones like uh, there's a few weapons where like they'll knock the minion that you hit into the enemy hero. I think it's kind of a fun thing. Um, but my concern is like this would be great if Demon Hunter has some sort of minion heal. I think like if it just kills all the way down, like it still is pretty strong, but I didn't know if it was going to be like perfect. I gave this a two. Uh, it uh, big demon hunter is it 
really a thing now nor ever. Um, and that's the only place I could see you wanting to jam this into. So, yeah, it's a two for me. I also gave it a two, but I think the effect is super cool. And, like, in my heart, I want it to be a four. <laughs> like, I, I think realistically cool it's a two. It is, it a is cool super effect. cool. I'm yeah, really and writing these for funsies rather than, like, actual. Yeah. Well, and it's it's Perfect. so interesting, too, because, you know, it, it might actually be better than people are giving it credit for because of the taunt. Like, it has the rush, but since it has taunt, that means your opponent has to then send minions into it. And since it's got nine health, if they have to send multiple minions, they're taking that damage, too, for when it survives. So it actually might be a little better because of that. But again, it's like it's where does it fit into a Demon Hunter deck, I think is is why I'm leaning on just the two right now. Okay. So the next one oh, did we did we do that one? Okay, yeah. Uh Wretched Exile, sorry. Um it's a, another epic two mana uh two three. After you play an outcast card, add a random outcast card to your hand. I put this at a three. It seems like it'll be really great if you're running like an outcast um, thing totally, but it also doesn't seem um, perfect. Yeah, I gave it a two. I mean, it does like refill and there's, I don't know. It's just, it goes back to the outcast cards not being that great. So I gave it a two. Yeah, the, the words you were looking for, Smarms, is bad. It seems bad. <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> I, oh, I think I, I, think I rated, enough. like, all the outcast stuff at, like, one or two, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go. Totally fair. All right. Um, so then Deal with the Devil is a um, rare. Yeah, that's that color. Uh, you would think that, like, after playing this game all this time, I would know, but no. Um, it's a five mana spell. Um, summon two, three, three, uh, fell fiends with lifesteal. If your deck has no minion, summon another. Um, I put this at a three. I always think that lifesteal is super powerful, but I also don't, but, like, Five mana seems like a lot. I don't know. It's kind of all over the place for me. I can see it working in some cases and just being a disaster others. It just, like, this is not a payoff that makes me want to have no minions in my deck. It is not. <laughs> like, if that was a rush, if those minions had rush, we could talk. But it, they don't. And they're three threes. Yes, you may get three of them. But how many things can clear three threes on turn five? So many. It's just, it, it doesn't do anything for me. I give it a two. I gave it a four. <laughs> I love this card. Uh, of note, this is a fell spell. So it can be recasted by Jace, uh, which, you know, is, I, I think, significant. You know, if you're playing this. Like with the scythe and your couple of minions are like, I don't know, Jace and two, let's just Jace and two other minions. <laughs> Those are irrelevant. Um, you know, then you can use that once you find one, you can discover, get that Jace and you can be able to recast it since that uh, spell that, and you discover your minion is in your hand. 
technically you still don't have a minion in your deck. So even if you found one of those, you know, you still get the benefits of these cards. Uh, and we haven't really had the ability to actually get back on board with Jace yet. Uh, so this, I think, is the first card that kind of actually does that. Um, and it, it reminds me of the old uh, Spellstones, which I, I think is cool. All right. Um, okay, so the next one is a um, Unleashed Fell. It is a one mana rare spell that is deal one damage to all enemies, mana thirst for um, with lifesteal. And I just put it as a three because like, I think it would be in the decks that want to use this, but I guess I rated it higher because it is so cheap and it does it to... Um, all enemies? I don't know. So it's essentially a reprint of the old card to, uh, I forgot what it was called, but, uh, but it does do one minute damage to all enemies. So it also hits their face and this can be improved by spell damage as we've seen. And talented Arcanist is still there. There's still other ways to buff some spell damage. So this is a three for me. It feels like a good comeback mechanic. Some nice AoE for Demon Hunter. Yeah, I also gave it a three. I think it'll be, you know, in a couple of decks. I don't know if necessarily every deck wants to run this or not. And it might depend on the meta. Like, if people run two copies or maybe only one or what they're what they're doing. But, um, you know, again, it is a fell spell, so it can come off of Jace. And uh, I think significantly this will be a key card if there is some sort of like spell damage or or otk type of deck that comes back because it can hit face okay uh so the next one is the vengeful walloper it is another rare card it is a seven mana five five rush um and it costs one less for each outcast card you've played this game i'm fully going to tell you right now that my rating is purely based on how much i love the word wallop um, and so I gave it a four because I love it. And I think that's fun. <laughs> I gave it a two because I think the only deck that's going to do it is a, uh, a deck that's trying to spam outcast these outcast uh, style cards. This is like the payoff of free five, five with rush. So yeah, I gave it a two. Yeah, this is the best of those outcast cards. So I gave it a two instead of a one. <laughs> We're kind of all in agreement here on how this card's not great, but it does have a funny name, so that's important. All right, next one, we're working our way down into common, and uh, this one's Feldore. Sure, Warband. Um, this is a four mana common spell, deal four damage. If your deck has no minions, summon four, one, one, um, Illidari with Rush. And I gave this a two because it's like, this isn't that powerful of a no minion, um, uh, you know, like to justify having no minions in your entire deck, or at least in my view. Yeah, I gave it, I was going back and forth. I ended up on a two. It can go face, but it's four man, four damage for, you know, or four mana for four damage to face. And if you have no minions, you summon four Four rushers, so I don't know. Like I said, I'm not impressed with any of those minion or cards, so it's a two for me. 
that's okay. I'll be impressed enough for all of us. It's a five. I like this. Wow. My goodness. That is quite the rating. It is. It is. I'm pretty excited for this, like, no minion style deck, you know. And because of that scythe, you can still put three minions in your deck and still get this payoff. Uh, So I... It's not a fell spell, so it doesn't work with things like Jace, but I think the significance of being able to deal four damage wherever you want, and if you get that upside, like, you could send four damage to a minion and then get four rushers that then you get to send into other minions, so you could get multiple clears, you could clear off uh, a thing that's, like, seven or eight health, or you can send the four damage face and then get to clear, you know, something on board. Like, it, it just feels very flexible to me, and I think... You know, even in the case where you may not get the one one, still four damage, you know, in one swoop without even added, uh, you know, spell damage on top of that seems like something that uh, Demon Hunter wants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so next we work our way down into Fierce Outsider. This is a one mana common card. Um, it's a two one rush, and then its uh, little text is Outcast. Your next outcast card costs one less i put this as a two honestly i'm not sure that it shouldn't just be a one like lowering the cost of i don't know like i guess you know one mana is kind of a difference occasionally but it also doesn't seem that great but maybe i'm mistaken i gave it a two as well because it's a two one with rush like that's Okay, it has yeah. a little bit of an upside, but it's still a body that hits the board and can affect the board immediately, so that's worth the two. That is true. I put it as a one, but maybe it's a two just because it can impact the board, but I feel like you don't want to play this and a lot of other stuff, like, unless you are trying to get that outcast to benefit, so I'm like, meh. It's, that's why <laughs> it's I gave it a two, because it's, yeah. it's a extreme case. Yeah. Yeah, you really need everything to come together, and even then it still might be meh. Um, All right, so the next one we've got here is uh, the Mark of Scorn. It's a two-mana common spell. Draw a card. If it's not a minion, uh, deal three damage to the lowest health enemy. I'd put this at a two, but I think it's a better two than the last one, so I don't know what that means. Um, Like, it'll do some damage, and it gets some draw, uh, and it's just, it'll be part of a deck, without a doubt, but that's because you have to get 30 cards total at a certain point. I gave this a two as well. I don't know. It's just, it's implying that you have no other minions in your deck. And, like, you don't even get to point it at a min. Like, it selects lowest health minion. So it's not even like, you can do something, but you don't even get to pick that, like... If the lowest health minion's not the one you'd want that damage going into, you don't get to decide that. So, yeah, I I give it a two. I mean, to be fair, like, we've already been playing with Fel Barrage that has, you know, the similar, like, lowest health thing. And, and that does well, but that's a Fel spell. <laughs> and this is not. So that's, that's kind of sad. Um, I also gave this a two, even though I, I kind of really like the idea of the no minion stuff. Um... This one, I think, is kind of just eh right now, but my prediction for this card, and and maybe like that whole 
deck archetype in general, I think this card gets a lot better after rotation next year. Because uh, I think Demon Hunter is going to lose some of those key cards and uh, some key draw. So this could be played just as a two-mana draw uh, in the future after rotation. So I, I think it might actually get a bit better after then. But for now, yeah. Okay, let's move to Demon or Druid, excuse me. Yeah, all right. So Druid, we have our legendaries here. The first one is Anubrakan. It's an eight mana, seven, seven, undead. Battle cry, gain eight armor. This turn, your minions cost armor instead of mana. <laughs> oh boy, there's there's a lot of armor stuff going on. I I am one of the people that I don't believe the druid needs all this armor crap. Like they already do enough <laughs> strong yeah. stuff. Like they don't need all this. But you know, again, I don't know. Maybe after rotation. Um, but I do think that this creates some pretty interesting synergies and being able to gain a armor initially and then uh, be able to like follow up with another big minion right away and just use up that armor seems incredibly powerful. So I am actually giving this a four. I think it definitely will fit into some different Druid decks. Yeah, I, I gave it a five. Um, let me, do you, do you remember the card Celestial Alignment? <laughs> oh, that, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> all your minions cost one and suddenly you have eight armor and there's some other really, really synergistic cards that got printed with this, and you can go nuts. Like, even more so than already. Like, it feels like this card, like... I drew, I don't know why they printed this for Druid. I don't understand what the idea was there, but this seems very powerful. So I gave it a five. So I gave it a six, but not in like a please nerf kind of way, like a more like, oh my God, I am so excited for this kind of way. Um, just because like, I kind of, there's um, just so many different ways to like synergize this and make, just get a board literally out of nowhere, essentially, um, you know, fill up your entire thing. And if you've been like gaining armor the entire time, just to like splash out on this one thing. I think it's exciting. Um, I think it'll be super fun. All right. And our other legendary is Elder Nadex, a five mana, five, four undead. Battle cry, destroy a friendly undead. Your minions gain its attack. I'm, I'm giving this one a three, but I think the, the like concept and idea and the, it's like the theme of this card is super cool. Like killing off an undead and then giving your other minions, like all of your other minions, that attack. Um, I don't know why to me that feels like a very like battlegrounds type of thing. I think there's like a handful of cards in the set that just make me think of battlegrounds. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how well this is going to work in standard, but it's a cool like idea. Um, I, as I said, I'm giving this a three. I'm going to try this in like a lower curve deck too, where this is like the top end of the deck. Uh, there's some kind of low curve, you know, undead stuff. And I think you might be able to get away with it there. And then the next card that we're going to talk about, the epic um, big minion is an undead as well. So like maybe you can get some synergy there, but I don't know if people are going to want to run this and all that other like armor stuff. So I don't know. I just gave it a three. Yeah, I gave it a three as well. I kind of saw it as like potentially of like, if you could get 
two attack to a full, you know, like six out of you know, five other minions, then you have like a savage roar essentially. So that's where my head went with that. And but it has to be undead. So there's this has this card's very interesting, so I give it a three. Okay, so I also gave it a three. I did want to give it higher because um she they whatever the minion is um looks hella cool uh but (laughs) it does seem like a few pieces would have to come together for it to be like really great and it doesn't give them any health and so you'd have to make sure that like you're not playing against something that has great board clear and so for that yeah i just ended up with a three all right, now our epics. Our first epic we have is Under King. It's a seven mana, six, six, undead with Rush and then Battle Cry and Death Rattle gain six armor. <laughs> I'm giving this a four, like along with that other uh, Anubricon. I think this is pretty sweet. Yes, it's seven, but it does a lot. It's a pretty decent body with Rush and. I mean, you're pretty likely, I I don't suspect people are going to be running a bunch of silence, but as long as it doesn't get silenced or something, you're going to be gaining 12 armor out of it. You can end up maybe getting the armor split up, so there could be benefits or downsides to that. But overall, like, I think this is a really impressive card. I second that with a four as well. It's it's a seven mana, six, six that gives you six armor, rushes, it's a rushing six, six, and gives you six more armor when it dies. Yeah, I mean, it's check all the boxes. <laughs> so I think we're going to have a sweep of fours here because I also gave it a four. Um, my thing is it was both the battle cry and death rattle and with it having rush. So you can then like, because it costs seven, next turn eight, playing everything for taunt cost. You're just going to have like absurd amounts of armor to work with. Um, so yeah, I think it's a four, at least. I mean, e- even if you play it on the term you play a Nuber Khan, it's it, it takes you down to one armor, then brings you immediately back up to seven armor, and then potentially takes you up to thirteen armor if you have no armor when you start that turn. So like, yeah, so you can do too. you can do really nutty things with this card. Yes, because Druid needed even more nutty things. <laughs> Yeah. Woo. (laughs) Okay. I'm not bitter at all. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, Our next card is Wither. It is a two mana nature spell. Choose a minion. Each friendly undead steals one attack and health from it. Uh, It does note here that it keeps stealing until both sides are at zero and it can't steal past zero for either stats. Uh, So... This is a kind of neat effect. I am only giving it a two, though, because it does require friendly undead. And I don't, again, like, undead and druid is not really, like, my mind does not think, yes, druid for for undead stuff. Again, there are a couple, like the card we just talked about is an undead. Um, maybe you're running this in some sort of, like, uh, you know, lower curve, like, aggressive style deck that's running some small undead stuff. And you can try to use it as a removal. Uh, I don't know. It's it's not a removal unless you have the undeads on the board to steal stuff, though. So I'm, I'm not really impressed with it. I gave it a three because if you look at every single minion Druid got in this expansion, everyone's undead. 
Like every single card they got minion wise is undead. So I feel like you can find a use for it. I don't know if you're necessarily packing it a lot of the times, but it's going to be worth the discover. <laughs> and I, I can see this being a good card. So I give it a three. Okay. I also gave it a three. I could really see it having been like amazing if the undeads were more like the swarmy type stuff where it's like a ton of little things like that would be amazing. Um, but like, I guess, yes, I see a place for it. I'm not sure it'll be perfect for every scenario. All right. Well, now moving into rares, we have Beetlemancy, a five mana spell. Choose one, gain 12 armor, or summon two, three, three beetles with taunt. I'm I'm actually giving this one a one. I think maybe it could be a two because of the 12 armor thing. Like maybe the armor druids want to run this. But uh, God, choose ones just overall like have not been all that great. And this feels a little expensive at five. Right now it competes with Nourish in that spot and Guff. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I would love a choose one druid to come back, but I, or, you know, be a thing. I don't know if it ever was a thing. <laughs> I want it to be a thing, but I don't know. Like maybe two at best for this. I gave it a two just because it it's fringy that if you're trying to play a big armor skew, you might run it. So I gave it a two. Hey, I think this should be a good indicator of I don't know what I'm talking about because I gave this thing a four. Um, I love choose one because it gives you a lot of flexibility on like who you're playing against. You don't cater your deck to them, but you can choose what effect you want. Um, plus the 12 armor um, for, yeah, like five cost is probably way too much, but I don't know. It's It's a lot of armor for when you need armor to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. All right. Well, our other uh, rare, and again, <laughs> you know what the name is. I'm saying chitinous. I don't know if that's right. Chitinous. I've heard of a... is chitinous? It it's like oh, chitinous. This depends on... Like chitin. Yeah. Chitinous. See, and this depends on where you like took mm-hmm. your biology from. Like I uh, was in the South, so we always got chitin, but uh, were you Northerner? Their cat with yeah. biology. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm up in Ohio, so yep. I I was saying chitness because I was like thinking like chitterbug or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, chitness plating. I'll just pick one. It's a two mana spell. Gain four armor at the start of your next turn. Gain four more. Um, I, I'm giving it a three. I don't think it's like super flashy. It, maybe you want it in that like armor druid. It does provide some armor regardless. Um, but I don't know. I'm not super impressed with this one. Like I kind of also just want to give it a two, but I think it will be used with uh, some of that armor stuff and it's cheap enough, but yeah, I gave it three as well. It's eight armor for two and it also spe- delays going to giving you four of it until your next turn, which means you start the turn with four armor, which has some real upsides with the armor deck. So I feel like it's going to be a strong card in that deck because it's going to give you a head start on some of the other cards that say, if you have X armor, X effect. Okay. 
once again, I'm rating things way too high. I gave this a five just because I think that armor thing is gonna be so powerful. And this I feel like is gonna be a key card of that just because, you know, like Kat said, you do get that armor on the start of your next turn. So they don't have like the opportunity to like chew through that armor before you're able to use it to do things that you want to. That's fair. It I think it'll be one that kind of depends a little bit on the meta too. If you're facing a lot of like aggressive decks, then the aggressive deck is like, thanks for not eight, gaining eight, and I'll just, you know, be able to actually push four more to your face. But, you know, we'll we'll see uh, how on that. But let's talk about some rare cards, or uh, the common cards. We have Crypt Keeper. It's an eight mana, four, six undead. Taunt costs one less for each armor you have. I'm giving this a three. I think it's pretty decent. Um, even if you use this with like the one we just talked about the plating you can pay two mana for the plating then you pay four for this so you could do it on turn six you can use it much later after you've gotten stuff and if you have armor enough armor and discount this to zero i mean you can play it at any point that you have eight or more for for free um so it, it seems solid it's not like super flashy or fancy but i think it'll it'll do some work i gave it a four um this is like a payoff for running Beetlemancy. Like you could potentially get spend five, uh, get 12 armor, and then put down two, four, six taunts for free too on top of it. So like any of these big armor payoffs, this is all of a sudden free. Like there's, there's cards that give you eight armor, and this just like is such a payoff. So I give it a four. Okay, so I gave it a five. Part of that could be because I love him and uh, <laughs> he is very precious to me. Um, no, but I also think like uh, there's a few things with Druid where it's like, you know, there's that one uh, car minion that it's like if something costs less than two, you get two of them. So like, can you imagine popping that card out and this guy out? That's like gigantic and both of them are taunt. I don't know. I think he's both cool as hell and has cool effects. And his arms are like cannons. I don't know. Like plasma cannons. I'm very excited <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of uh, of arms. Okay, this next one is pretty creative. We have Lingering Zombie. It's a one mana, one one undead. Death Rattle, summon a one one disarmed zombie. With Death Rattle, summon a one one zombie. So you basically, it's just like a never-ending effect. Like, it just keeps resummoning. But I will say, the speaking of the arms, the artwork is fantastic. It starts with, it's just an undead uh, tauren. It's like a big cow, right? It starts with two arms. When you get that death rattle and bring up another one, one arm is missing. And then if you do it again, both arms are missing. <laughs> it's just like a fantastic little uh, artwork there. But the card itself, it's a one for me. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is this is a four. This is a card that does not go away. And Druid has ways to... Um, like, this isn't like a token-style Druid. Like, this is a card that is going to get played. It is going to be incredibly powerful because of its lingering ability. The Yes, lingering puns aside, it's a card that is so hard to remove requires three different attacks to take off the board 
and Pride's Fury and the the three 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 that gives you two plus two plus one if you play a nature spell like it'll get buffed and that's what token druid wants to do it just feels very good i don't know i it, it strikes me as very powerful because of how sticky it is so i could see like i gave it a three i could also see it like being much higher um just because i feel like whenever i play like the little bitty pieces druid one of the things that you constantly worry about is like are my guys gonna die before i'm able to buff them to any sort of like sufficient level and this one you get a body back in where that one is so you don't have to like get new bodies out to buff them so i think it's gonna be pretty uh, amazing and it'll definitely have its place all right next up we have nerubian flyer it's a two mana two three undead battle cry if a friendly undead died after your last turn summon a two two nerubian now there are uh cards throughout the whole expansion that have that after your last turn effect so after your last turn means basically it was on your opponent's last turn or your current turn which is like it's super kind of weird phrasing but that's that's what happened so um i gave this a two i think it's not like super flashy but i think there's gonna be some places for it i think more uh like an aggressive style like lower curve uh type deck like i don't think ramp druid and stuff like that wants to run this like you're probably not running this in like that armor deck maybe because it's an undead but i don't really see it fitting there so that's why i gave it a two but I mean, if you can pull this off, uh, you know, I guess maybe like the lingering zombie turn one, you play this flyer on turn two and you get a two, three and a two, two. Like that seems pretty neat. Yeah, I gave it a three for that. It feels like a solid card. I think you'll want to play some more undead um, in if you're playing like a token druid. So like some of those low curve undead, just so you can hit this effect. Obviously, the lingering zombie is going to be the most ideal, but like. I mean, it's four or five worth of stats for two, which Token Druid loves, and it's over two bodies, which Token Druid loves, so. Okay, so I gave it a two, but I can kind of see, like, the arguments for higher. It it seems like it'll have its uses, just not anything that, like, I'm super, like, knowledgeable about deck wise so yes it'll be in something i would imagine i don't think it's like terrible but um yeah all right and our last druid card is unending swarm it's a six mana spell resurrect all friendly minions that cost two or less so yeah you're looking at like your your two one rushing whelps from scale of anixia uh the zombies or little nerubian flyers that we just talked about um you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that can bring back with this. I don't like this card though. I'm I'm giving it a one. I think uh, it just feels super weird at the six mana for me. Like if you get this before you've played your scale of Nixia or any of those other things, like you just have this sitting in your hand until you do those. And then if you're playing it in an aggressive deck to try to bring back stuff that costs two or less, like you want to be ending the game on like turn five or six. Like you don't want to be playing this on turn six. It could be a good board fill, but I I'm just not really seeing a great fit for it. Um, I gave it a two. Cause you might 
helpful one if you discover it off of something. A nature st- or nature or planted evidence. There we go. I I mean, other than that, I struggling to see where it would fit in. It's a weird, like you said. So I gave it a two to give it the benefit of the doubt. So I gave it a three because I was more thinking like rather than minions that actually cost that little, I was thinking about like the things that you can reduce the cost of and therefore bring those back. And those tend to be pretty big. Uh, But I don't know how often that'll come together and it'll it'll be good enough. It would only, if you play like Crypt Keeper for zero, it would not bring back Crypt Keeper. It looks at their actual cost, not what you play it for. Well then, yeah, then it kind of sucks. All right, I changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. Uh, All right. Well, that's that's it for Druids. So you okay. want to take Hunter? Yes. Okay. First off, we'll start with the legendaries. I mean, Haldoran uh, Brightwing. He's a three mana, three, four battle cry. Give all, all arcane spells in your deck plus one spell or spell damage plus one. Um, They're really leaning into this arcane thing with this. Um, Hunter has some decent arcane spells to start with so i give this a four i think with the package of spells they got this is going to be a uh interesting card so i give it a four okay um so i gave it a three but that's because i'm not really like accustomed to seeing hunters with like arcanes i don't know like that being that big of a deal um but that could be where I'm totally wrong and I'm not like anticipating enough like how big how important the rest of the cards are with it. But yeah, it just doesn't seem as exciting as the other things. I am also giving it a three. Um, I mean, I think it, it seems really cool. And I guess really if you are leaning pretty heavily into like the arcane spells and stuff, then you're gonna get more of an effect. But it's a legendary, so you only can have one. You have to draw it and play it. So if you don't find it until later in the game, then it feels kind of bad because you're probably not really going to have that many arcane spells in your deck. And then it's just like, I don't know. It feels like it's in a weird place, but I think the the decks that want to do this will be running it. So it feels like it's probably a key support in that, that style deck. Uh, maybe I will revert. I thought they had more than one, but I just checked. It's Arcane Shot. That's the only Arcane spell they have currently, so... Yeah, before this expansion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I think it's a three, then, with that. I I thought there was a few more that had gotten the Arcane tag. Okay. Uh, then we have the Hope of Kael'thas. Um, it is a six-mana, four-two weapon... Uh, after your hero attacks, give your minions plus one, plus one. Uh, it's a six mana, four, two weapon that buffs your board, but you have to have a board. I I don't it's know. wherever they are. Uh, is it? Yeah. It's, uh, it says, uh, oh, wherever they are. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. that's why. <laughs> okay. I give it a three. It's slow. It, it does give you. It does give stuff plus one plus one wherever they are, but like, I don't know. It's a it's a one off, like like we we're saying with it, and it's a six mana four two weapon. That's very expensive. 
for what it is for plus two plus two to your essentially your deck so i don't know i i could not disagree more i think this is a six because i get my ass kicked by hunter all the time and just imagining how strong this is going to be like particularly what if they figure out some way to like get you know a third one out of that like and then you have you know their gigantic taunt or their charge guy with like plus two plus two is gonna be amazing uh they are hard enough to deal with at the best of times so just giving those like more health and more attack to deal with i hate this so much (laughs) this is one of the like level six where i'm like yes please do nerf i don't want to die to this just all the time (laughs) Oh, that is hilarious. We are all over the place with this because I am giving this a one. I think this card is absolutely terrible. Like, I love the fact that it's wherever they are. Like, that on its own seems great. But as as was already pointed out, it's a legendary. It's six mana. Like, so you can't even play this, like, turn five with coin at the earliest. And it's like, I don't know. Like, at that point, like, you've already played some of your minions, And I don't know, like maybe you can get a buff on the board, but turn six for this seems a little slow unless you are getting a super instant benefit. And I I don't know. I'm just, I'm really not impressed with this one. That's the only reason I gave it a three is because Hunter is pretty good right now at maintaining a board throughout the game. So that's what's like, "Eh, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I was teetering between two and three. Okay, so let's move on to epics. So we have a arcane spell, two mana, arcane quiver. Discover a spell from your deck. If it's an arcane, give it uh, spell damage plus one. So I give this a two, in all honesty. Uh, I mean, if you're trying, like, the only way you're running this is if you're trying to do the whole arcane spell damage thing. So, eh. It's going to be a fringe card for that deck and that deck alone. So I gave it a three. Yeah, it's going to fit in with the arcane decks, but, you know, that remains to be seen how powerful they get. And until I see that, I don't think anything more than middling is going to be, you know, what I'm going to rate it. So we're just all going up by one. I give it a four. (laughs) I don't know. I like this one. I think uh, I I actually see with a couple of these cards, like there might be some arcane stuff. I think quest hunter comes back with some of these cards. Um, And I think this and one other one that we're going to talk about in a minute is huge for a quest hunter specifically. But the fact that this is, It's an arcane spell itself, but it's only two mana and you're discovering something from your deck and not just a card from your deck like tracking is. This is specifically a spell. And I think that that is very significant. Like Hunter hasn't really had quite that same, like at least not with spells, but I think we've had the kind of powerful effects of discovering or even uh, getting like specific minions and stuff with Hunter. And I, I think this will follow that pattern of being a very solid card. Okay. Then we have Scourge Tamer. It's a two mana, two, two. Battlecry Craft of Custom Zombies. So this is Deathstalker, Rexar, Hero Power for two mana with the two, two body. 
I give this a two. I'm not exactly sure where where this is going and who wants it. So yeah, I give it a two. <laughs> I give it a five because I want it because I freaking love zombies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I fully understand this rating is like probably not how it's like, you know, actually going to rank in like the overall meta and everything. But my excitement is 100% a five. Just being able to have like a zombieist at any given time. And what, like, you know, there are some practical benefits to zombies, like catering it to like who, like what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But nah, zombies are so much fun to make and I love them. I yeah. also gave this a two. Like, I. W- <laughs> Again, yeah. it'll come my heart of hearts. I want this to be a five. Mm-hmm. If this card said, like, battle cry, turn your hero power into the create a zombies thing, whew, let's go. But, like, you only get the effect once. I guess you could do it twice because you have, you know, you could run two of these. But, like, it makes me a little sad that you can't do it more than the once, which I think was one of the incredible benefits of the Deathstalker Rexar. Mm-hmm. Because... Sometimes you can just kind of whiff. So if like yep. if you don't get a really good zombieist, well, that was your only shot at it. So then you're like, oh, well, okay. Now I'm kind of sad because like I have this like mediocre or or just terrible zombieist. Um, so I don't know. I want it to be good, but I'm giving it a two. Okay, then we go to rares. We have Conjured Arrow. It is a two mana arcane spell. Deal two damage to a minion. Mana thirst six. Draw that many cards. Uh, this is a four. <laughs> this is really, really, really good because it not only does damage to a minion, but if you get it later in the game, you draw cards with it too. So, yeah, this is a four in my book. So I give it a three, just once again. My middling, my commitment to like being having centrist views about Hunter and Arcane. <laughs> That's gonna be it. I also gave this a four. Uh, I like this card a lot. And just to clarify too, the draw that many cards effect is how much damage you deal. So on its base value right now, it's draw or it's deal two damage to a minion. And if you have that mana thirst, you would draw two cards. Of course, with the arcane and increasing spell damage and all that stuff, you could draw even more and deal more damage. I, I like this card a lot, though. I mean, I think in some cases, like, again, I'm this is the other card specifically I'm thinking for Quest Hunter. Quest Hunter is still pretty happy, I think, to play this before having six mana, just to deal some damage, progress the quest, uh, likely can kill off an early minion that's going to cause problems. So, like, it just feels like it has so many benefits. So it's, it's a four for me. Okay, then we have Eversong Portal. It's a four mana arcane spell. Summon one four four with links with rush. Improved by spell damage, so you get every plus one spell damage on this card. You get an additional four four links with rush. Um, I gave this a three. I feel like if you're going to play the arcane deck. Like, this is going to be a core card of, like, one of the payoffs is getting a bunch of rushing 4-4s. So, I gave it a 3. So, I gave it a 4 just because, like, you're right. With the Arcane, there's so many different ways to, like, increase spell damage. So, the likelihood that you're just getting one off of it is, like, not very likely. Um, And honestly, two 4-4s with Rush is kind of, like, amazing if it, 
it's just acting as like a passive effect almost. I gave it a three. It's, I mean, it seems pretty decent. Uh, if you can improve it, cool. Yeah, uh, the the rush I think is <laughs> is the yeah. impactful thing. Like mm-hmm. if the if they didn't have rush and it just summoned some minions, I'd be like, boo, bad. <laughs> but since they have rush and can impact the board immediately, it seems really cool. Okay, then we have Silver Moon Far Strider. It is a two mana two three. Battle cry: Give all arcane spells in your hand plus or spell damage plus one. Um. I gave it a three. I'm unsure, but like, if you're gonna try and play it, you're gonna run. You're gonna run this card, and you know you're gonna hit it when you can buff a bunch of arcane stuff in your hand. So, I give it a three. So I also gave it a three. Just you know, it'll be necessary for the arcane package. I don't think it's anything particularly amazing, but it'll be good within the scheme of things. I only gave it a two. I feel like you need to have multiple arcane spells in your hand to get value from this. And I don't know, like, I just don't feel like unless you're really jamming all of them in. And even then we talked about there's what only what four, five arcane spells total. So even if you have two copies, it feels like you're still on average, probably only going to have two, maybe three arcane spells in your hand. Yeah, there's Is five that enough spells. on its own? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, mm, I don't know. I, I'm not sold. Then we have our commons. We have Keen Eye Spotter. This is a three mana, three, four. Whenever your hero attacks a minion, set its health to one. Um, I give this a three just because this is a single minion clear that you have candle shot still as everyone has pointed out so like seems okay it seems like a good way to deal with something you may not have been able to deal with before so yep three for me okay i gave it a four just because like it's not it doesn't matter how high that health started going down to one and you know you see a lot of like other classes use this effect to like great advantage so i think it'll um probably be really good I gave it a one. I like the effect, and I think Hunter like definitely kind of likes that. But the fact that you have to have the minion on board, and your hero has to have the hero like a weapon or something equipped to be able to even attack. I don't know. Like this whole like Hunter. There's another card we'll talk about too in a minute. I am really not sold on the like Hunter attacking multiple times and and being the person that or the the player the hero that attacks into a bunch of minions to have benefits. Like it just, I'm not sold on that effect. So I just, I am not a fan of this. Okay. Then we have ricochet shot. It's a one mana arcane spell deal. One damage to three random min enemies. Um, I give this a three. Eh, I don't know. I, I think I'm overvaluing the arcane stuff. So it seems okay. I also gave it a three. It's once again, like, Yes, it's cheap, and if you're able to buff it, then it kind of becomes amazing with, um, you know, all that damage for just one mana. But on the other hand, like, how consistently are you going to be able to do that? I don't know. I only gave it a two, but like, it, it might be a three because I 
I do think you could also play it like this is definitely one that I think again quest hunter benefits from just because it's a a one mana thing that deals damage so you're you're able to fit in more hero powers and things like that with the cheapness um and you know if there's not a lot of minions on their board you're guaranteed to get the like you know if there's two minions on board it's going to hit those two minions and their face for the third so like it seems like it could be okay maybe improved by spell damage does something uh you know what all right you you, you both convinced me i'm gonna put it as a three instead of a two <laughs> come join us in the middle where we have milk toast opinions yes. about things everything okay and then finally we have shock spitter it is a two mana two two battle cry deal one damage improved by your hero attacks this game uh two because that can go face so i gave it a two okay so i gave it a three part of that is because i like the shock spitter concept i think that's funny he like spits lightning and i think that's um, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be like particularly super exciting one way or another. It's just a two mana common card that you need in your deck for filling things up. I, again, am not sold on this whole like hunter attacking into minions thing and, and having to attack a whole bunch to get this benefit. I gave it a one. It might be a two because you get to direct where that damage goes. And like you it said, cat, it can go face. Mm -hmm. So like maybe, but I feel like unless you're just jamming a bunch of weapons into your deck and playing things that like you're just attacking every turn for like no reason or something. I don't know. It just, it feels really wonky to me. So I'm like, mm, is that really what we want to be doing as hunters? Just like attacking with a one attack weapon with like candle shots and stuff. I've heard people saying that. I'm like, are we playing candle shot just to deal like three damage to face with this or four damage? Like, ah, I don't know. Hey, don't knock candle shot. Candle shots legit. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, Smarms, you want to walk us through mage? Yep. Let's start with mage. Our first legendary is grand magister, uh, Romath. Sure. Um, so he's a nine mana five, seven, Battle cry, recast each spell that you've cast this game that didn't start in your deck. So I'm giving him a four um, because there are so many different ways to change, you know, to play spells that weren't in your deck to begin with. Um, with Mage, I think it's really fun. I'm also such a sucker for just the wild find out as you go mage um you know like rune of the archmage is my absolute favorite and so i just love things like this i gave this a two <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't i don't see it like it's random spells that didn't start in your deck that's a little too flimsy of a concept for me so it's a two I also gave it a two, just like the whole um, things that didn't start in your deck and like transforming your cards and creating, you know, or getting cards, like the whole package that we have for Mage with those. I'm I'm not really sold that it's going to be all that great. So it's all a two from me as well. Okay, so next, our next legendary is uh, Vixalis. And um, he's a five mana, three, five, your arcane spells cast twice. So I gave this a three. I think if it was cheaper, it would be way higher um, just because then you could like play it out particular like exactly when you knew 
when you wanted it. But with it being five mana, the likelihood that you're going to be able to get like exactly what you want to cast twice, I don't know. It could be like hit or miss. Um, I gave it a four. Um, uh, Mage's arcane spells turn out are a lot better than Hunter's arcane spells. <laughs> um, you also have something we'll talk about later that helps with the cost of arcane spells. Like, uh, I feel like everything's coming up arcane for Mage, and this card is nutso when combined. So, yeah, I gave it a four. This card's gonna need nerfed in the first month of the expansion. This is a six. This is this is like Fair. my super hot take. But like this, I, I, we're, yeah, we're gonna talk about a couple other cards. Uh, one of them significantly is a cheap minion that's going to discount your arcane spells by one. Which the other one we're gonna talk about means that you could play damage for zero mana. And we've all seen how zero mana things <laughs> go. I don't see if how you that can could repeatedly be a play them. Yeah, and this will just cast it twice when you yeah. play that for zero. So, so like on turn, you know, at seven, nine, ten, you can jam this, jam a couple things, and kill your opponent. You want to wait until incredibly you. powerful. Remember. Yeah, How yeah. excited I am to hear you guys say this because I <laughs> nerfed, like tanked my rating because it's like clearly I'm overvaluing how well Mage does. I really enjoy playing Mage. So like, you know what? Maybe this is my bad. And no, I'm so excited to hear you guys say that. <laughs> this is incredibly powerful. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is Energy Shaper. It is a four mana, uh, three, five battle cry, transform all the spells in your hand to ones that cost two more. They keep their original cost. I put this at a four. This plays into a lot of different ways that I've really enjoyed playing mage. Um, and it has it all in like one nice tidy little package. And so I'm very excited. The only thing is like having enough spells in your hand to make it worthwhile, but I guess you probably be able to do that. But yeah, so I'm sticking with four. I gave it a two because uh, deck of lunacy, this is not. And Encanter's Flow is not in standard right now. So yeah, it is. Uh, it's a no for me. So it's a two. Yeah, I gave it a two as well. I just like I'm not convinced that this package for like transforming and stuff is going to be good. It's only spells in your hand. So, like maybe that could be good and i think it definitely will be used maybe it's a three because i think this absolutely would be like a key support for that style of deck uh i i don't know it's okay. gonna be hilarious when it's cast by rune of the arc mage i'm telling you that much <laughs> oh god uh hope so I'm right, uh, wait so, never mind that's a minion so yeah i i know but okay. still what if what if it were to um I don't know. There's so many different options of like the chaos pieces bouncing off against each other. And I can't wait to like watch a totally broken video of like this one, you know, edge case. But sorry. Um, anyway, so Prismatic Elemental is our next epic card. It's a two mana, one three. Uh, Battlecry Discover a spell from any class. It costs one less. I gave this a three just because... You know, there's so many different spells all around. So, and because it's from any class, just 
the likelihood of discovering both a good one and one that you want isn't super high. So I just gave it a three and I think it'll be fun, but I'm not sure it's like the key to any sort of deck. Um, for the reasons you just described, I gave it a one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm splitting the difference. I gave it a two, but also for the same reasons. <laughs> Maybe I'm just overexcited about mage. I think we talked about this. Um, <laughs> Okay, so now moving on into rare is a 8-mana spell, Arcane Defenders, summon 2, 5, 6 golems with taunt, and can't be targeted by spells or hero powers. I, okay, so yes, it is expensive, but I still think it's like a f- three and a half, four. I I know, I'm not allowed to do half numbers, so I'm going to round it up. Um, just because getting those taunt guys out is so crucial to like saving your uh, hero health for certain elements that you want to play like the big stuff later. Okay, I gave it a two. It's, it's just too expensive. And like, yes, those minions are powerful. And it's, I don't know, it just it just feels too slow. You'll be happy to see it come off rune. And that's pretty much what I'll say about it. For that reason, I gave it a one. <laughs> I, I don't think you ever want to play this. Like, maybe there is some sort of, like, arcane thing. Like, or maybe if you are playing the uh, the Vexilis that, you know, your arcane spells cast twice and you get to play this. I'm not convinced that's actually going to be, like, a synergy, though. The eight mana does feel really clunky. So my thing is, like, with Rune of the Archmage... Because it can target minions, and when it runs out of enemy minions, it starts messing up yours. It's kind of nice for these to have, like, not be able to be targeted by spells. Obviously, it's going to still, like, affect the general spells, but that's just my, like, little tidbit there at the end. Um, So the next rare one is Arc Splitter. It's a three mana, um, three, two. Death Rattle, add two Arcane Bolts to your hand. Um, arcane Bolt being uh, deal two damage, Mana Thirst eight, deal three damage instead. I put this at a four just because I think Arcane um, Bolts are going to be really great. And so therefore, you know, being able to get those off a of Death Rattle for a minion that's kind of decent to have out. Um, yeah, I went with a four. Um, I gave it a three. I think it's really solid. You're going to play it, but it relies on death rattle, so it's not as powerful as a, as a four in my book. So I went three. Yeah, I gave it a three as well. Obviously, really like this the arcane bolt package and all that's going to be nutty. And I definitely think you want this in there. But I think if this were a battle cry, it would be absolutely busted. Like it'd probably be like a five. Or maybe a six if it were a battle cry. So I think it kind of has to be a death rattle. So it makes it not as good. But I think you do still play this for sure. Okay, so our last one coming up in the rare category is Vast Wisdom. A three mana spell that is discover two spells that cost three or less. Swap their costs. I put this at a three. Like, it'll be good. It's good discover. You're discovering two. Um... You know, and swapping their cost in case you need it. But once again, they they cost less than three. So I don't think it's like that gigantic of a difference. But I think it definitely has its place. I, I don't get this card. So I gave it a two. <laughs> I, I kind of like this card. Like, I'm giving it a three. Just, you know, to, to preface this. 
and it's so interesting because when we did our, our Amber Flight review too, like there was some like a lot of people are kind of on on your side, Kat, where they're like, uh, okay, like I guess, but if you're you know maybe discovering something and then you're switching it with something that costs zero, like you don't want the better thing generally to to you know, well, you want the better thing to be zero, but then you're like, well, then the normally zero thing, you don't want to be three or two cost or something. And it feels wonky, but I I'm, think this is going to actually be decently solid. I think especially after rotation, but I just think the discover, like, first of all, I just, I love discover instead of just, if this were just get two spells that cost three or less and swap their cost. No, I wouldn't like it, but you get to pick what those spells are. So you get to choose what they are. You're, you're paying three and you're getting two spells that potentially could cost six if you get two threes. And, you know, obviously these cost just stays the same, but it just seems flexible to me. And I think there's a lot of cases for it. So I like it. Okay. Uh, so moving now into the common category, we've got our first and what seems like it's going to be the most impactful spell is one mana arcane bolt deal two damage mana thirst eight deal three damage instead i put this at a four i don't necessarily know if it like in itself if there was like no other way to get them that it would be a four on its own but like with all the ways and like stacking and everything i think it's going to be a really impactful uh spell I gave it a five. <laughs> okay. It's it's a one mana spell that gives does three damage potentially later in the game. Um, ghost face. Yeah, I gave it a five. I just landed on three, but like, yeah, this this card in itself, I don't it it very much reminds me of the skeletons in Mage. Like it's not this card itself, right? Because Skeleton yeah. itself is a card, but like nobody played the actual Skeleton itself. This one, I think you probably do play, but it's the other stuff, like Swarms was saying, like that's what makes it a deck and is going to make it all yeah. so powerful. It's not mm-hmm. this card itself. Um, but yeah, it's it's damage. You can increase it with spell damage. Yeah, later in the game, it deals even more. It's super cheap. It's that arcane thing. So, like, there's all sorts of benefits. Like, yeah, this this card is... Originally, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, like, why do you care? But that was before they revealed any of the other package stuff. And I went, oh, that's why you care. This card... <laughs> yeah, it's good. I think the skeleton example is so great. Because, like, it in it of itself is like, okay, whatever, like, you know... But then when you combine it with all its different pieces, it gets super exciting. Uh, so on that note, to get, you know, even more arcane bolts, we've got the arcane worm. It's a one mana, um, one, two, battle cry, add an arcane bolt to your hand. I put this at a three, probably should be higher, but it's just, once again, a way to, you know, get as many arcane bolts as you can. Yeah, I have it as three as well. I mean, you're going to play it. It's not super impressive by itself, but like it gives you an arcane bolt. So I gave it a three. I gave it a four. I think it's fantastic. As I mentioned with the other card, I think the battle cry giving you this is is great. Obviously, this is only one and not two, but it's a battle cry. So you get that immediately. I think it's fantastic. So our last common card is Magister's Apprentice, and this is a two mana uh, three two your arcane spells cost one less so like it this i gave a five because i imagine this is more for like late game you hold it you gather all your arcane bolts and then you just 
absolutely wreck their shit with, uh, you know, particularly like, you know, I wasn't super excited about the arcanes going twice, but if you're able to get it to come together like a OTK package, then it's freaking amazing. I mean, you can potentially put two, you get two, four, you play both worms, and then you have both of the other ones die. That's eight arcane bolts, potentially. Um, and if they, if you have that down, and they do three apiece with no spell damage, and it casts twice, so you're looking at 36, you know, or what, 48 damage? Yep. So, yeah. That's 48 damage for eight mana. So, but you have to hit, you have to hit it all, but still, even if you yeah. have fi- if you have five of them, that's 30. You have, you know, so it's pretty good. I give it a 4. Yeah. I am deciding between a 5 and a 6 for this. <laughs> the only reason I think I'm going to land on 5 and not 6 is because it's arcane spells only. And not just your spells cost one less. I mean, if it were just your spells, like we've already seen that, you know, song and dance as <laughs> broken. Um, so I, I'm not going to land on the six. And I think if this deck is like incredibly overpowered and strong, I think it's that Vex list that's going to get hit with a nerf and not necessarily this apprentice. Um, but this is still good. And I think also the huge benefit for this is it doesn't have that stipulation of, uh, cards can't cost zero. So that arcane bolt can cost zero. And I think that's what makes this so incredibly powerful. I hate Very when they true. have, it has, it can't cost zero. It's like, give me my broken stuff, please. <laughs> I would like to cause mayhem. But, um, all right. So that rounds up, uh, mage stuff, which I am very excited about. Do you want to do paladin? Yeah, final I'm class so excited of, for those final class of the episode. So. Yeah, all right, rub your hands together. Let's go, the best <laughs> class. Okay, <laughs> I'm so excited for this. All right, I'm excited for how excited uh, you are. I know. I I will say ultimately, I still don't think Paladin is going to be better than some of these other classes with some of these other cards, but. It's dragons. We gotta <laughs> talk about some dragon paladin stuff. All right, so our first legendary here, uh, Anachronos. I think is that I've also heard, and not Anachronos. I don't know. <laughs> I, be- I believe. I believe. I would. Pre- I don't know. I Anachronos. would guess anything. Yeah, Anachronos. Anachronos. I don't know. <laughs> Anachronos. <laughs> like I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but he is a big dragon. It's a seven mana, eight, eight dragon with a battle cry. Send all other minions two turns into the future. So it's really interesting because uh, they kind of just disappear off of the board. It's all other minions. So it includes yours that could be on the board. Uh, but they just kind of poof out of existence for like two turns. And it doesn't set off death rattles. It doesn't do any of that. And then in two turns, all of those minions come back onto the board. Uh, in the, uh, oh gosh, now I don't remember the. It was the the animated thing that announced this card. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Raunchy, the raunchy animation. That's what it was. Uh, love those. <laughs> They're always so great. Um, it showed this going off, and it shows that. Uh, like in two turns, they come back. Now, if there are additional minions, like let's say your opponent had five minions on board, you play this, those five minions go away. And then two turns later, uh, if your opponent maybe has like three minions, 
Um, then all of a sudden there's not enough room for all of those five minions to come back. So, you know, the last one that they played, they kind of come back in whatever order they were originally played in. Uh, so that last one's gone. But I mean, again, we talked earlier in the Death Knight cards about basically a board removal with leaving a body behind. And this has dragon synergy with a bunch of other stuff. It just seems really, really cool. So I like this one a lot. I'm going to give it a four. I was going back and forth, but it's, I gave it a three. It's still a really, really solid card. And it could, if it only did enemy minions, I think it would be a four. But with it removing everything else, so like nothing from your board gets to remain. So it's not like it clears taunts and you get to hit for lethal unless you have a weapon equipped. So like, that's why I'm going with a three. Okay, so I put it as a four. There's just something so nice about the breathing room that it gives you. Um, so for that reason, I think it's a four. Like I think it definitely has a place, and that it'll it'll um, you know definitely change the tune of some games. All right, and our other legendary is Blood Matriarch Liadrin, a two mana three two. After you summon a minion with less attack than this, give it Divine Shield and Rush. Uh, so it's summoning. So anything like your hero power, any spells that say like summon, you know, whatever will work with this. Um, but our little notes does specify it says less. So, you know, if it's equal to, then it's not going to get that rush. There's ways to benefit like or buff this to get even bigger benefits so buffing this in your hand or there's even some other spells like we're going to talk about plus there's a couple already you can play this on board buff it and then some other stuff uh divine shield and rush together is incredibly powerful uh it does require a little bit of work though so i think there are some synergies i'm giving it a three yep i couldn't have said it better so i'm not going to i gave it a three <laughs> I also, we're sweeping three with this one. Um, it it seems to have its place. It's not like terribly exciting. It'll do something. I don't know. Oh, I, like I, I want to test it. I think there's some really cool synergies and like we've seen Murlocs, how powerful, like when you get that scout down and be able to rush stuff in, like that's good. And this can add a divine shield on it. So like, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Is Paladin the real, really the place for this? Maybe. But let's move into the epics. We have Blood Crusader. It's a six mana, five, five. Battle cry, your next Paladin minion this turn costs health instead of mana. Uh, so there's a couple things with this one. It is specifically a paladin minion, so not going to work with any neutrals. And because it says health and it's not, you're, you don't take damage, uh, it does not work and synergize with the Cariel hero power. So you can't like play the Cariel hero power to do half damage and then play this. And no, like you're, if you do this and some like eight cost thing, you're still going to take eight. Like you still lose eight health. Um I, I'm giving this a three. I don't know. Maybe it's a two. Like, I definitely think there's going to be something that people do with this. And I think it's a really cool idea. I just don't know exactly what. Like, the, the kind of big payoffs right now, I think, would be, like, Leviathan. Um, maybe, like, the Ragnaros Light Lord uh, or something like that. But, 
you can't use jailer you can't do this in like denathrius which that would be super busted um so i don't know it's it seems cool but i'm not really sure what the the place is for it right now i gave it a three as well i feel like if it cost less if that costs like four mana it was like like a swift scale trickster like if it was like a swift scale trickster I think I'd be much more interested in it, but it still can do some powerful things. So I gave it a three. So I'm surprised because I typically like don't like love Paladin stuff, but I seem to be ranking this stuff higher. Um, So I give it a four just because I think it's so powerful. Like if you have a lot of health left at that point, being able to get another like something gigantic out, I think it's such a huge like potentially like game changer. So that's why I gave it a four. Okay. Uh, then we have Time Warden. It's a four mana, three, five dragon. Battle cry. Until the end of your next turn, dragons you summon gain taunt and divine shield. <sighs> <sighs> I'm putting it at four, but like this card is so cool. Like, if you play this, it's until your next turn. So you get the benefit, like the current turn that you play it and your following turn afterwards. And it has that summon again. So it's not just dragons that you play from your hand. There are some cards that summon things uh, potentially. And it's like, that is super cool. Like I just, again, I like, I love dragon paladin and like mid rangey type paladin. Like I want those decks to come back. And I think this card helps so much. I gave it a three. Um, Like, it's a little expensive. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't see you getting a whole lot out of it. You get some use out of it. I think it's powerful. I just don't think it's four powerful. See, whereas I do think it's four powerful, but only because of the, till the end of your next turn. If it was just like this one turn or whatever, then yeah, I can see it not being that great. But it's essentially like, you know, it's if you could pull off like a brand maneuver, but, um, you know, uh, brand's effect went whether or not he was there. So I think it's kind of great. All right. Move it into our rares. We have Flight of the Bronze. It's a one mana spell. Discover a dragon. Mana thirst of seven. Summon a five five drake with taunt. And that Drake is a dragon. Oh, it's so good. I love this card. This card's a five <laughs> to me. Like, I know I'm so excited about all these dragon cards. This is a one mana discover a dragon with a potential upside. And I mean, if you can pull off the like time warden and then this after you have the seven mana, that five, five, yeah, it already has taunt. But if you play it after that time warden, then it also has divine shield because you're summoning that. Uh, but I think it works so well with just being able to, like, if you haven't drawn a dragon, maybe you're struggling. Sometimes that's where decks with those synergies can kind of get uh, hung up a little bit. It's like, ah, I just, I need a dragon in my hand to activate this other card. This is one mana, get a dragon. And with that mana thirst too, you could potentially get something. If you're playing it that late in the game, you can do this, discover a big dragon and play it all in the same turn. Plus you get a five, five with taunt. Like it's just, it feels like it has so much potential. I gave it a four um, because it's good. Anytime you play it, discovering a dragon for one that didn't start in your deck. Awesome. 
if you top deck it on turn 10, uh, you get a 5-5 taunt and what other, you know, nine mana worth of dragon you want to play too. So like, it's really, really solid. I gave it a three, but I think that's because I did not see the full potential that you guys were talking about. Um, discovering dragons is always fun. And, you know, if you do get that 5-5 five, five with taunt, that's kind of amazing. Come to the dragon side. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. The next rare that we have is Forkalthalas, a two mana holy spell that says give a friendly minion plus three attack give your hero plus two attack this turn. So the uh, the attack added to the minion is permanent and will stay there. The two attack on your hero is just for that single turn. Uh, I really like this. I think it's a three. I think it can actually fit in a couple of places, but it's a holy spell. So there are some potential synergies with like discounting or discounting other stuff based on, you know, holy spells that you've spent mana on. Um, this could go in a like somewhat aggressive or mid-rangey style deck where you just want, you know, minions on board and then you give them attack. Uh, you don't have to have a weapon equipped to benefit from the plus two attack. If you have a weapon, then obviously it's even more damage. Uh, it just seems pretty flexible. Like, I don't think it's super overpowered and maybe doesn't go in like every single deck, but that's I'm settling on three. I gave it a three as well. It's not flashy, but it does something that's very solid gives you five attack over a minion and plus two for, you know, between you and a minion. So yeah, I think it's very solid. So three for me. I also gave it a three. It's just, you know, meat and potatoes to fill up, round out a deck and it'll do good stuff. It's just, I think Kat, you're totally right. Uh, it's not flashy and therefore it's like hard to be very excited about it, but it is really good effect. All right, and our last rare is Sanguine Soldier. It's a one mana, two one, Divine Shield. Battle cry, deal two damage to your hero. Uh, I'm giving this a two. I think it's kind of neat. Like obviously the Divine Shield on a two one is is pretty good. Uh, Paladin already has a one mana, one one with Divine Shield that has Taunt. So it's like it's got the Taunt instead of that two and it doesn't deal damage to your face. There are some ways to heal and stuff, but I think some like probably an aggressive style deck or maybe like, you know, uh, an all paladin type of deck wants to play this just for an early minion that's harder to remove. But I don't think it fits in a ton of decks. So I just gave it two. I also gave it a two. I, I mean, it'll probably be better after rotation. Um, so I gave it a one, mainly because it's like, what the hell is this doing in with Paladin? I know I don't know a lot about Paladin, but I know enough to be like, this is this is this is not Paladin. What the hell is this? This is like some sneaky guy just snuck in and <laughs> decided to join the ranks of Paladin. Um, I mean, I guess, and like the Divine Shield is good, and so maybe I'm being a little harsh with a one, but it's just like, who the hell are you, and where did you come from? I think I would like it even more, like, since you're already dealing damage to yourself, too. If this had Rush with it, then I'd be like, oh, I love this card. But, eh, you're just like, okay, here's a 2-1 body. Yeah. Me. Okay. Um, so let's talk about some commons now. We have Daring Drake, a 4-mana four 4-4 four, four dragon with Rush and Battlecry. If you're holding a dragon, gain plus 1, plus 1. So this is a potential 4-mana 5-5 five, five Rush 
and it's a dragon. Yeah, this is a four. I like this card a lot. Like, this is definitely a payoff. This is a mid-game card that you like. I mean, if you if you do manage to play this after a Time Warden, it also gets Divine Shield and Taunts. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of potential synergies, but this is also just a dragon you can have in your hand to activate other stuff and just kind of have something on the board before you want to play your even bigger dragons. I also gave this a four. It's a payoff card, and it's quite a you know, it's quite a big one. So yeah, four for me. So I gave it a three, but I totally see your guys's point about it being a four. Um, you know, I do think it has. It's just not the most exciting of all of them, but it definitely will be really solid in a lot of different scenarios. All right, then next up we have Feast and Famine, a one mana spell. Give your hero plus three attack this turn. Mana Thirst of four and Lifesteal. Uh, I, I like the concept. I think it's kind of neat. Uh, you know, being able to attack for three and heal for three if you play this like mid to late game, you know, after you have that four mana um, seems neat, especially if you can stack it on top of a weapon and get even more potential. Uh, but I'm not really sure where this is fitting and like how many decks want to use this. So I'm going to go with it's kind of fringe and I'm giving it a two. Um, I gave it a three. I just was like, eh, it's potential lifesteal too. So I don't know. I gave it a three. So I gave it a three just because like, you know, there's that potential for the infinite weapon with Paladin. And so if you're hitting for five, like that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, nothing terribly exciting. All right. And our last one is Seal of Blood. This is a three mana holy spell. Give a minion plus three plus three and divine shield. Deal three damage to your hero. I love this card. This one's a four for me. Like, I think in a lot of cases, you probably don't care about the three damage to your hero. Um, you know, if you are leaning a little bit more into like some healing and stuff, then you definitely don't really care. Uh, but just three, three and divine shield on a minion is incredibly powerful. This has a lot of synergies. It's a holy spell. So again, you know, maybe you're running the four mana carry all that discounts holy spells in your hand. Uh, you can put this on, on any type of minion. So it doesn't have to go just like on a dragon. You can fit it in wherever. And What's the three mana three one guy? <laughs> I can't remember that card that draws the uh, draws a spell from your deck that costs three or less and it makes a zero that turn. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I don't remember the name. So like, that's that's a benefit if you play that, and then you can play this for zero mana. Pretty sweet. Um. I gave it, uh, what did I give it? I gave it a two. I, I don't understand why this costs three. If you have to take three damage to do it, why does this, why does this cost three? Like I'm, I'm genuinely confused as to, uh, it's stone hearth, stone hearth vindicator, by the way. Um, that's the one. Yeah. But like, yes, that's good. That's good. But why is it three? Like you're taking three damage in the process too. Like, like there used to be that divine shield card that gave like, I don't remember was, but it was, I don't remember cost three, but 
that's a lot to also take three damage. I don't know. I don't like it a whole lot, so I gave it a two. So now I'm going to swing the opposite direction, and I know this is going to be so funny based on the other card that was like this. I'm like, this it doesn't, it shouldn't be a paladin, but I think this is a five because if you give something divine shield, like divine shield is such a powerful tool, and you can, it's not specific to like paladin minions. It's amazing, and I think this could be just gigantic in the right circumstances. All right. Well, there we go. We are Yay. done with the first six classes. Next week, we will bring you the rest of the cards, the five other classes and all the neutral cards. Uh, so quickly, so to keep it under two hours, let's keep uh, quickly. <laughs> you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. Follow the top pin tweet to join our Dr3 Discord. And you can find myself on Twitter at Alkaline underscore cat. Uh, Alkaline Cat on Twitch and Hive and Dragon Rider. You can find me on Twitter, Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. Dragon Rider TCCG. And uh, every week talking all card games on the TCCG roundtable. And Smarms. Yes. So you can find me on both uh, Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the first half of our set review. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Dragon Paladin is back. Boom. <laughs>